Welcome to Engage Your Tribe, a podcast about the art and science of audience engagement. I'm Jeremy Shearer, founder and CEO of Tribal Knowledge Podcasting, and my guest is Emma Dunstone, VP of Marketing at Airbase. Emma, it's great to have you on the podcast. Hi, I'm very happy to be here. So tell us about Airbase. Yes, so Airbase um, is, you know, in short, we make life way better for B2B finance and accounting professionals. The longer version is we're a spend management company. We have a platform that handles everything that a company spends outside of their payroll. That could be accounts payable, paying invoices, employee expense reimbursements, and corporate cards. And so you could easily think of it as Expensify meets Bill.com meets Amex or Brex or one of the other corporate credit card companies. Okay, very cool. And we'll put a link to Airbase in the show notes for the podcast. So listeners, you should definitely check out Airbase online. So now, Emma, I connected with you on LinkedIn because I had saw that you commented on a post about how former journalists make for strong content marketing writers and producers. You commented on that post saying basically like, yeah, that's totally true that you're always looking for those kind of people, but they're hard to find, in fact, which is exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And, And although they're out there, they're definitely out there. But still, I just know finding good people is always tough. What I wanted to talk to you about is what is it about people trained in journalism that you think makes them good content marketers? What are they bringing to the table that's going to make them do well in that role? Gosh, I am content marketing. It, it's all about meeting your buyers where they live. Right? Um, valuable content includes telling a story that the audience wants to hear and one that they'll seek out. Right? There is a multitude of information sources out there. How do people know that they want to come and read what you are producing? So I love working with journalists because um, they can create content that improves the audience's understanding of something that is going to impact their work and make them better in their day or to give them a better understanding of the tools that they need need to rely on to do their jobs. But what I like about journalists most in that is that they put issues, naturally put it into broader context for people how to research, how to take a topic, and to write about it in a broader context that makes it relevant. And I think perhaps even more important, and it really helps to keep me honest, is the ability to step outside of what people in the company think. It, it's horribly easy for marketing teams in the company and other teams in the company to look inside their own four walls for what they think is interesting. What should we write today? Forgetting that it might not be of interest to those people that you really want to reach. And one of the secret advantages of having a journalist on your team is that it gives you that critical voice and somebody whose job it is to sit there and say, so what? Why are we wasting time here when we should be writing over here? This is what's more interesting. And so that's why I like a journalist on the team to be able to complement that. Yeah, that that makes a lot of sense. So they can say, this is what we should be talking about, not just because it's generally interesting, but because our audience will find it interesting. Exactly. Like, it's interesting and it's topical. It's current for what somebody might be looking at today. And that is, it's, that's, it's very hard as a marketer to step outside. Your natural day is spent so much inside your company 
four walls to be able to step outside and, and be that like critical voice from the outside is it, it's a hard job when you find a great journalist that wants to come and move and work with you that's what that's their skill set yeah and, and really in marketing that's your job that really is your job too it's not mm -hmm. to be not to think only about what do we care about and really it's only it's all about what's top of mind for our audience for our customers for our prospects how else can you create Correct. good content if you're not constantly thinking about that yep and content that somebody's going to want to read yeah that's the number one yeah so now journalists of course are also trained in finding and vetting sources and doing fact checking especially like news reporters do you find that's an important skill to leverage in marketing for sure. Former journalists are, they're a quick study, right? You know about how to go quickly researching something and what makes it relevant in the broader scheme of things. You could think of it as, as their beat, right? You're given an assignment, you go out, you understand the issue and you figure out how to communicate and, and make it relevant. The, the best product marketer that I've worked with actually was also a former journalist. They came to me from directly from journalism into content marketing. And I did a period of time in content marketing and then said, hey, you know what? I actually want to go into product marketing and I can actually take these skills and transfer them over here and into product marketing too. And that was really interesting. And she absolutely felt that you give me a competitor to, to monitor and to be knowledgeable about and able to understand our strengths and weaknesses and where they differentiate and where we need to catch up and work with the sales teams and talk with the customers. And she absolutely just felt like that competitor, that's my beat. So it wasn't even a one-off that became like a consistent beat for her. It was fascinating to hear her talk about it in that way. That's a cool concept, right? Having a beat, because obviously a lot of journalists do, but I think we typically don't think about marketing that way, but maybe we should. We absolutely should. <laughs> right. Now, of course, another <laughs> element of journalism is storytelling. It's one of the core skills is learning how to take a bunch of facts or a fact pattern and weave it into a story with a beginning, a middle and end and characters and dialogue and quotes. I, I think in some kind of obvious ways, marketing, especially content marketing, is also very much a kind of storytelling. There are different sorts of storytelling, but I would think there'd be a lot of obvious overlap there. How do you look at that? Fundamentally, storytelling is what everybody is doing in marketing. If you're not telling stories, what are you doing? And I love that a journalist can naturally ensure that what they are creating has a start, a middle, and an end. And that start has to work super hard to encourage you to read the next piece, to know what's in there. And yes, okay, I've earned the right to read the next, the rest of the article. And then to be able to summarize so the reader knows exactly what they've learned. And that is a skill. And obviously content marketers have that and develop that skill. And journalists are probably born with it. Yeah, or at least very good at learning it. I've, I have done a lot of journalism myself and I used to teach magazine writing too. And I think I, I, I like what you said about earning the reader's, it's kind of respect, earning yes. the reader's permission to, to or giving them a reason to keep on going to the next sentence, right? Every exactly. word counts. And one thing that I always tried to teach to my students, and I think this applies to marketing too, tell me what you think, that 
you're, the stories you're telling are really about the readers themselves in a lot of ways. Readers need to be able to see themselves in the story. Like the, you have to make a personal emotional connection. I couldn't agree more, Jeremy. I think it, it's both ensuring that the reader identifies with who they are today and the role they're doing today, if that is what you're trying to get across and be able to talk about maybe the tools or the, the processes out there or the way the business is shifting or the, the ability for a somebody to do better in their current role. But then you've also got to talk to who they want to be tomorrow. And that is a huge, important piece for us because everybody has hopes and dreams. And particularly in finance and accounting, you want to be able to stop doing all the busy manual work, like chasing receipts. Nobody enjoys doing that. And be able instead to actually spend time on high value work, work that is going to help move you up the career ladder. And so understanding not just who people are today and the jobs they're in today, but also where they want to be is critical in content marketing. And, and it's something that we try very hard to split our content strategy around. I, I want to push on this concept a little bit because I'm interested in, in your take here. So I think we've established that clearly there are a lot of skills that journalists bring to the table that can be very valuable in creating content that's gonna, that's, that adds value, right? But on the other hand, the mm -hmm. end goal of journalism is very different than the end goal of marketing, or at least traditionally it is. In journalism, you're trying to tell a story and really you're trying to impart information. You're not trying to convert prospects into customers. At the end of the, at the, end of the day, you don't measure success by how many sales did we make based on this piece of content. Whereas in marketing... Fundamentally, it is that. You are trying to drive traffic to the website and get sales and, and get a, a high conversion. So I think the way we measure the value of a piece of journalism and a piece of marketing is a little bit different. Do you see that as attention or does it fall into what we've been saying before that, that you can easily take the, the goal of journalism and it's really not that much of a switch to to for, for someone trained that way to shift into a marketing mode and achieve the desired outcomes? I, I think if you're trained to shift constantly and find the story, write the story, and then shift context and switch another day, I think you can do anything. I strongly believe anybody can do anything that they put their mind to. But that said, there is a difference in the type of content that companies produce. And there is top of the funnel content and there is bottom of the funnel content. And I typically wouldn't land a journalist in bottom of the funnel con content type role because I would feel that they are their skills are not best harnessed there. Because you're right, that is trying to say, okay, we think you have some interest based on what you have done previously, you know, that you have got to this particular article that's very much more now you understand there's a problem and you are thinking about doing something about it. And now, Mr. Finance, VP of Finance, we just want you to understand that you should be talking to Airbase and, and see what we have. However, at the top of the funnel, it's much more thought leadership. It's a very overused word mm. uh, and a community. And the community 
perspective is providing people with information that is valuable to them. That even if it doesn't serve tomorrow's immediate needs of Airbase, I don't mind. I want to invest in a monthly series that we have where we get CFOs of major companies like Salesforce, Twitter, Slack, coming and talking to us about how did you make that path to a CFO? How did you become that person? I want to get people to understand that there are communities of other finance professionals out there that and sources of information that you're not alone. And we provide one of those communities. It's a really Mm -hmm. fast growing Slack community, but there are other ways that people can do that. And I care more about being providing valuable content from that piece and same what we talked about that what the first paragraph does that that allows you to earn the right to then talk to them about later information and so for me that top piece is is so important and something that i would never overlook yeah great that's really smart so shifting gears here for a second what's a current marketing trend that you think is maybe overrated <laughs> oh, how long do we have? Um, <laughs> I, I could be I I could be very flippant and talk about out of home advertising. We were we've just gone live with our first bus stop ads in San Francisco and slightly wider in the Bay Area, and at the start of last year. And so we were lucky in the sense that the lockdowns happened on the last day that our ads were due to come down and that we didn't seek to extend them, which was definitely on the table at one point. I think really, if I was gonna call something out, I would say outbound marketing. Oh man, like it's, it goes against everything that you in your heart. It's a numbers game. You push your message out far, you have minimal conversion rates, you burn all those contacts that really had no indication they want to speak to you. We've tried it even recently, right? Like we've fallen into the trap. And and so we've said, we are not going to do that. We have a fantastic SDR team. We have a fantastic AE team that are able to really tailor one-to-one outreach. And yes, that's not at the scale that we would do. Let's let them do what they're best at. And then we'll do what we're best at. And with far less effort, you can work to build a community. You can produce elegant, top of the funnel content that's going to build awareness and pay dividends in the future. And making that cut and going, oh, my goodness me, I'm diverting from another bottom of the funnel program, top of the funnel program, takes guts. And frankly, unless people have really solved this, I'm, which please call me if you have, I think go where your strengths are. Yeah. I think you're certainly not alone in that opinion, right? That's what, what's driven the rise <laughs> of content marketing as a way, as a new way of doing marketing. Correct. Correct. And that's not to yeah. say you wouldn't do nurture programs and leverage the heck out of Marketo or whatever else you're doing. That still yeah. stands. That's personalization. That's still a, a core part of your strategy, but yeah, let's play to everyone's strengths. Yeah. And I think you're right, though. It does take courage because even it just can be a little harder to measure the success of that more top of funnel stuff. Like how do you you can measure it, right? You say, like, we're growing a community. Look at how it's grown over the past years. But it's a longer term play, right? You might not get 
the immediate satisfaction, the immediate returns that you might get from more outbound marketing. But as you say, even the rates there, the open rates, the conversion rates are just not great. They're not. And you aren't giving people what they want to hear. And so you should just stop. And thankfully, there is now multi-touch attribution. And whilst you can't allocate that to content very easily, you can, you know, our community can. We have sign-ups. We know everybody who's in the community and we're able to really see the impact that is having both on our kind of pipeline creation and the deals that we close. But at a more qualitative level, you just see these VPs of finance, these accounting managers in there, like in asking questions of each other, jumping in to answer, providing templates that they've used so that others aren't having to spend days creating spreadsheets, just so generous with their time, with their thoughts, with the tools that they're doing to do their job. And already they do, they have hangouts themselves that they you know, arranged. We have a great community manager who arranges some programs and activities within that community, but it's grown a life of its own now. And that's just really great to see. Obviously, our salespeople don't get to see it because we don't let them in. But some of us marketers are allowed in and it's really great to see. That's awesome. And I spent some time on your guys' website just checking out the content. And you clearly put a lot of thought and time and effort into producing really high quality stuff. Listeners, if you're looking for examples of what good content looks like, and we all are, we're all looking for those examples, check it out. Again, we'll put the link in the show notes. So... Emma, final thoughts, based on your experience as a marketer, what's something that your colleagues out there can start doing to improve the quality of their content, to connect more deeply with the, their audiences and the people that they're trying to reach? Get out of your head. Get out of your spreadsheets. Talk to people. Read what people are caring about and find a way to connect with them in how and find a way to connect with them not just in words that you've written on a page but think of other ways that they might want to consume that information is that a video it's so easy now to create videos i believe in this world of remote working because the traditional video production that used to happen to create video and that was expected was incredibly high. And, and that just made it very expensive and very long to create a video. And now it's absolutely fine to ask your customers to give you a case study quote on video from their webcam at home. And I love that. So my advice is don't just stick to the written word. Think about the other ways that you can engage and tell a story. There are infographics, ways that you can take information and make it consumable. And that's my main advice there. Yeah, great. And again, the Airbase website is full of really good, strong examples of exactly that. Really nice variety of content. Emma, thank you so much for your time and for a really great conversation. Thank you for having me. I very much appreciate it. That's it for this episode of Engage Your Tribe. 
You can subscribe anywhere you get podcasts on any podcast app. And while you're at it, you might as well give the show five stars and leave an over-the-top comment about how much you love the podcast. You know you want to. If you're a marketer or an internal communicator and you're interested in podcasting, we've got tons of free resources on the website at tribknowledge.com. That's T-R-I-B knowledge.com. Thanks for listening and staying engaged.